Welcome back to the house call. This is the Brick House. I'm here with Nick and Will. Yeah, that's right. Kevin Love enthusiast down there. Will saw the Kevin Love thing coming in, and you know it had to happen. Kevin Love played in game two. And what happened, Will? Tell me, tell me, what did the Heat do when Kevin Love played, Will? We got a dub. They got a dub, baby. So, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We're going to be talking everything game two, looking ahead to game three. But first, I want to give a big shout out to one of our affiliates, and that's Coffee Bro, bro. If you're a bro who loves coffee like I am and you're up early, you got to work out a lot of stuff to do, you need to get that Java juice in your blood system, go to coffeebros.com. The link will be in the description of this video. Get yourself some of the best gourmet coffees, some of the best uh, coffee equipment. They got a coffee to water calculator, which sounds incredible. I'm probably going to order one the next time I get a, you know, an order from there just to see what the hell it actually is and see if I'm making my coffee the best way I can get that caffeine in my system. But let's go ahead and get into this game too. Obviously, you know, if you watched last episode, Matt and I were on an island by ourselves. We said it would be a dog fight. We said the Heat would come out and win game two in a close, close game. And sure enough, a three-point thriller in Denver. The Heat's first win in Denver since 2016. And I am all here for it. So let's get right into it, man. Obviously, Joker had 41 points. The Heat, after an abysmal three-point shooting game in game one, come out and hit 17 threes. This is Denver's first home loss all Pulling all put uh, excuse me all postseason baby so you know that the momentum has swung in Miami's favor so Nick I just gotta get your feelings on game two man what did you see here how do you think it's gonna affect both these teams going forward I think this was a huge momentum swing for for Miami I mean take it taking uh splitting that series in Denver and going back to Miami tied up one one and I uh, I know Tyler here is not coming back just yet but the Having having that addition maybe in the next game or two uh, is definitely going to be extremely important and helpful. And uh, now I think the, all the pressure goes back onto Denver to to try to win one in Miami. Uh, so I love the uh, I love what Eric Spolstra did, and um, we haven't really had a big game from any of the Miami players, and they're tied one one. So I think Miami's loving the spot that they're in. And uh, if I were Denver fans and uh, Denver, I would be, I would be a little scared. Yeah, I mean, it's for sure. This is not where the Nuggets wanted to be heading into Miami. Miami is a hard place to play. This team really feeds off the energy of the crowd. They do not like to lose down there, and the crowd will make sure that they don't. But you know, they're they're a hard fought team. They've come back from adversity all off all postseason. It has been incredible to watch. I mean, there's a, a stat you know that came out. They were a Bulls loss. They were down in that game in the fourth in the play, final playing game after they lost to the Hawks to the Bulls. And they were that close to not even being here right now. And, and since then they have taken down the best teams in the Eastern conference to include yours and I Celtics. We are not talking about the Celtics today. I assured you we would not. So we are going to keep this on the heat and the nuggets. I know Will was told that if I got on a Celtics rant, he had the right to just accost me verbally to make sure I didn't talk anymore about the Celtics after the rant I went on last week. So Will, I need to get your feelings on this game. And obviously you were you called out the Kevin Love need to get more minutes. He got more minutes and the Heat came away with a dub. Tell me what you took away from this game and how it's going to affect both teams moving forward. I took away that I seen some real coaching for the first time in the playoffs. And that really made me smile because it's just been a whole lot of ISO ball and high ball screens. And then I watched Eric Spolstra really just put a set together. Because you have not seen that in the second half of the season. Borderline from any team since the Warriors. 
And even the Warriors went out and started playing hero ball at one point. But it was just a beautiful thing to see Kevin Love get a mean 20 minutes. He had a meager six points, but still a nice little 20, 22 minutes out there. Really just affected the defense and the whole morale of the team. Yeah, I mean, his size, we, we were discussing before we came on this, his size alone really just puts an extra little wrinkle into the Miami defense. You know, the, Eric Spolster, we've said it multiple times, is probably the most underrated coach in the NBA. What he's been able to do with these undrafted players and be able to do with that team down there that they have got together is absolutely incredible. And he should probably win coach of the year just about every damn year for everything they're able to do with what, the talent level they have on that team. And this is not brought up enough. But you're right. His his adjustments game to game, even in the Celtics series, were absolutely incredible. How they made changes mid-game. Hell, mid-possession almost, it seemed like they were able to just throw wrinkles at teams this entire postseason that got them off their, off their game a little bit here. And that's what happened to Denver. They went from literally focusing and making sure that Jokic did not get his points and making everyone else score to allowing Jokic to score. I mean, 41 points. You would expect that to be a dub for them. But he did not have his normal assists here, and that's what really seemed to hurt them is that the rest of the offense did not get in the flow of the game and really get that rhythm going for them, and that really hurt them down the stretch. And even their coach called them out. I mean, the coach of the Denver Nuggets was like, you know, we're not playing aggressive. We didn't play defense. You know, we, we didn't have that drive. We didn't have that killer instinct, and he really tore into them. So, Nick, I mean, how do you how do you see this, like – the coach calling you out after a home loss, your first home loss of, of the postseason. Do you think Denver is going to take this positively or is this going to be a negative kind of thing that, you know, could result in a blowout here in game three? I think that uh, having Jokic as your leader, they're going to come out ready, uh, ready to go no matter what. But I just don't like that. The approach that uh, the coach took, I don't think he should have called the players out. Denver's been playing great all year. And I think maybe he could have made some more adjustments that could have helped the team. Uh, they weren't doing that great when Miami went zone. And see, uh, I don't know why the zone defense is killing NBA offenses, but they, it seems like they just need to get, get into the rhythm quicker when that's going on and uh, just get, get more, uh, get Michael Porter Jr. And Jamal Murray, some like easy shot. So if, if you if those guys aren't in the flow, like Michael Porter Jr. gets, uh, he's out of the game real quick when he when he's missing shots. He he tends to just like fade away. So they just need to get him involved more uh, more often, and he needs to just get get his rhythm. And uh, I think they'll be just fine. But it's gonna it's just gonna be a tough ask because this Miami team is they they've gone through every single challenge this year. So. Uh, this is just one one more challenge that they have to go through, and I, I've been saying that Denver's this was going to be an easy uh, win for uh, Denver, and now I'm kind of changing changing my tide, and I think that the Heat are going to take this uh, take this series. But so I do I do have the Heat winning Game Three, but it's gonna it's gonna be a dogfight. I think every game in this series is going to be a dogfight. I mean, even I, I said it when I saw Game One, you know, and and. Jaime was all about, you know, oh, you're trying to be too analytical. You're eating too much into the, into the numbers here, Joe. You're not you're not taking it at face value. Denver controlled the entire game. And I'm like, Miami took two free throws in game one. They won the offensive boards, and they took 20 more shots. Uh, nothing about that sounds like Denver controlled the game. It just sounds like Miami didn't hit shots. And they were 
abysmal from open looks. They were it wasn't like they were, you know, every shot was contested, every shot was like, you know, a defender hand in the face. No, these were open looks they just weren't hitting, which was very uncharacteristic for this team. I mean, they were dominating open looks off the ball movement and things like that. And the zone wasn't working in game one. It was almost like you know, these these things that worked in game two were completely missing from game one. And that's why I was saying, like, you're you're I, I literally said in the last episode, I said they have to go back to the zone. They have to keep, you know, driving out on, on those open shooters, make contested shots, make it difficult and let Jokic beat you. He's going to make him be the one who's going to have to score 50 or whatever it is to actually beat you. And, you know, he scored scored 40, but he's 0-3 in these playoffs every time he goes over 40 points. So it is 100% Miami just doing the things that we said they needed to do to win game two. And that's why I see it going in game three. But, you know, Will, I'm going to ask you here, man, like, you know, do you see the coach calling out? Because this is not the first time he's called them out this season. They have responded usually from him doing these public callouts to their play and their effort level. Do you see them responding here in game three and possibly stealing the first game in Miami? I don't see them stealing the game in Miami, mostly because Miami had, throughout this whole playoffs has been so good from home. Like, so good. They've been seven of nine from home right now. They lost two games. Two games they really weren't supposed to lose. They were close games at that. And they do respond with more effort, but they don't really change. Nuggets have been playing the same game all season. They haven't changed anything, but it's been working, though. So I would love to see how they do do against this adversity with, you know, a, a Kevin Love led zone defense <laughs> from the Miami Heat <laughs> and how they are dealing with Jokic, Jokic and letting him beat him with the fairly easy shots, too, because Jokic was getting effortless buckets, but they let them kill him with the two. They end up hitting 17 threes. And at the end of the day, threes are more than twos. Absolutely. I mean, that's simple math, man. Threes more than two. I learned that in like kindergarten. So, I mean, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how the how Denver responds here. And it's, it's definitely one of those things that I think they're going to have to really come in there and figure out, you know, how to combat the, the, just the grit that Miami shows because on paper, and I, and I love this. I can't remember where I saw it at. It, 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 it's been all over social media, you know. And it was it was a, a statement made. I, for for the love of me, I forget who said it, but it was basically like you know, on paper, Miami shouldn't be here. But Jimmy Butler doesn't play on paper. Just ask the Celtics, the Knicks, and and the Bucks about how he plays. And and it's true, Jimmy Butler. This team rise or dies how Jimmy Butler plays. His he is he leads by example. He is he doesn't I don't think he talks a lot, you know, he he's always calm with his players and they're never they're never ever panicked. Never panicked. Like every they lose a game by 20, they they win a game by 20 does not matter. The demeanor is the same. And is that demeanor will I got to ask you man, does Miami have a legit shot? at winning this series right now when they've been the underdog consistently these postseason just because they're an eight seed that almost shouldn't have been in the playoffs. Do they have a legit chance at winning the series? I'm going to say exactly what I said in the previous episode I was on. Ever since they beat my Bulls, I knew they were going to the finals because that's <laughs> when Jimmy flipped that switch after they lost to the when they lost to the Hawks. He went from Jimmy to Hemi. And now there's no stopping this man. It's not an offensive thing. It's his aura about him that just brings the best out of the team. We have Gabe Martin dropping 20 pieces on people. Not Gabe right. Martin. Caleb Martin. 
Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent bro, Hopkins, 20 pieces. Mix them together, bro. They're an alt. They're like a, a superstar <laughs> the way they're playing. The, the Gabe Martin, the Caleb Vincents. I mean, it doesn't even matter. Mix them, mix and match, bro. They're, it don't matter. They're both going to destroy you. So you you can mess up that name all you want because they're both just straight dogs right now. But yo, like I said, I said if the Nuggets let the Heat get too early on, I like the Heat in seven. The best bet the Nuggets had was 4-1 game, in game five. If it goes to six or seven, I like the Heat. I do too. I mean, I don't. I, the Nuggets have a lot of talent on that team, but, you know, so did the Celtics. And I just don't know that, you know, the doubt's going to creep into them eventually. The doubt creeps in on every team that's supposed to be good. When you have so much on you, right, you have so many people behind you saying you're the best team in this series. You're the best team in the playoffs. That pressure when you start to underachieve becomes almost insurmountable because you know in the back of your mind this is not how this series is supposed to have gone you know this is not how it's supposed to be going and Miami they don't care I mean like you heard what Jimmy said I mean between between putting his copyrights in and trademarks on all them slogans and stuff he's got Hemi Buckets Hemi Playoff Jimmy Playoff Jimmy Buckets it's all copyrighted and trademarked we're going to have to pay some stuff for that probably I said them out loud I don't know if they've gone through yet but Rob you can send me the bill I guess I'll take care of those but he is between doing that and going out and watching movies and having a work life balance here coming back to work and they are going to keep doing it so Nick I got to go to you on this one man can Jimmy carry this team with the supporting cast and the play that he's been getting all these playoffs from these guys like Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent and Max Struess? Can he carry them to the promised land and be hosting that that Larry O'Brien trophy by the end of this series? He, he absolutely can. And the reason he can is because it, the supporting cast, it's a different one every every night that's stepping up. So if it's if it's not Gabe Vincent, it's Caleb Martin. If it's not those two, it's uh, Duncan Robinson scoring ten points in the fourth quarter. Uh, if it's not them, it's Bam Adebayo. So uh, they have a lot of ways that they can attack you, and they just never give up. So, and it's been kind of crazy to see that like all, all these comebacks in the fourth quarter that they've had this this postseason. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what the stat is, but I know it's like ten plus. Uh, 10 plus uh, comebacks by 10 plus it's like yeah. some ins- it's some insane stat and I just think that they just have that mentality that no no matter what position that they get into that they're going to come out with that win and unfortunately I saw how that played out against the Celtics <laughs> and uh, I think I think it's going to play out the same way with these Denver Nuggets so it's it's going to be a crazy game three and uh, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. It really is, and I am in here for it. I am definitely all about it. But you brought up a player earlier, Nick, and I want to touch on that real quick. So Tyler Hero, there were there were rumors, you know, during the Celtics series that he was gonna be back uh, if they made the finals by Game Three. Obviously, that seems to be in doubt now. He did some shoot arounds. The hand is still swelling. Doesn't have uh, the touch with it. He is considering holding himself out for the rest of the series right now and the rest of these playoffs. Because of the rhythm that the offense and defense is in, he does not want to obstruct that by trying to get out there and perform when they really don't need him out there. Now, it'd be nice to have an extra set of legs out there for defense and things like that, but that's not Tyler Hero's game. He's never been an elite defender. 
He's not got, he doesn't have the length they're really looking for here. I don't think that, you know, you really want to take minutes from a uh, high Smith and Kevin love and uh, some of these other guys that are really playing really good defense right now for them. You know, maybe Cody Zeller could see the bench a little bit more for that, but either way, you need the length out there to combat some of these Denver shooters. So do you see Tyler hero coming back uh, in this series, Nick, or do you think this is going to be one of those things where he just sits it out and, you know, ride or die with what they got? I think if the Heat keep playing the way that they're playing, there's, I don't think you need him. But in in a crazy scenario where you know the the Nuggets win the win two in Miami, and Nuggets are up three one, they they might need that spark off the bench to to create some uh, just another another uh, just uh, roll to roll with. So, I or they might just throw them in the starting lineup. But that would that would be a little a little uh, too far. So it's if they fall down the next two games, I, I think that he, he'll play. But if they if these next two games are two two or they're up three one, there's no reason to mess mess up what what you have going on right now. And I don't yeah they wouldn't they and also you don't need to rush him back from his injury. Yeah, that's exactly how I'm feeling about it. I mean. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he suits up in one of these games, you know, and maybe if they're up, you know, 10, 15 with a few minutes left, they can let him go get some live action shots and, you know, really get the rhythm of the game down, see where he's at, if he's feeling better. But, you know, Will, do you see, you see Tyre Hero possibly never not seeing the court again in these, these playoffs? You know, it, it, he's such a vital thing to what they do. And you know, I, they've been having injuries all year. And I've been saying that, you know, because of those injuries, Miami's not a true eight seed. You know, we, we've we've discredited what they are because of all the injuries and, and the, the the personnel issues they've had this season. But I mean, without Tyler Hero, I mean, do you think he could be a possibly an X factor in this for, for the Miami Heat? Honestly, I really feel like they could they could somehow supplement him in there for Duncan Robinson and just kind of play it by ear because positive note if he comes in he's doing great you leave him in you give him more minutes he can give you another 20. he can give you another 20 off the bench at that and that adds to their three-point shooting that's already pretty amazing so far but at the same time they would like to probably maintain their defensive rhythm because that's really what's winning them games right now it's not their offense that's winning them it's their ability to keep Jokic scoring instead of assisting about yeah. that running the offense and jamal murray's running around his head cut off shooting threes and Michael Porter Jr., Mr. Pull It From Anywhere, going to pull it from anywhere as usual. (laughs) (laughs) He definitely is. I mean, yeah, that would be really the only way to really do is really just swap him and Duncan Robinson out. Duncan really hasn't had a great series. I mean, he did show up in the fourth quarter in game game two there, uh, you know, scoring those 10 points there in the fourth quarter. I believe those were all of his 10 points in the game, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, he's been having kind of a a lackluster thing. So, definitely bringing Tyler Hero in and possibly giving him some minutes for Duncan Robinson and swapping those two guys to really see what you got there as soon as the hand is ready to go that would probably be the best way you know i had i really hadn't even considered that and thought about it because i mean that's usually the two guys that are always swapping out shooting threes you know and the guy that i'm really interested in here one of my dark horses for miami uh i think he played really well in the in the boston series i think he played really well so far here in the nugget series you know he was one of the only guys had a plus minus in game one or a positive plus minus in game one uh kyle lowry i mean i am not a kyle lowry fan I, I think the guy flops all the time. He's a complainer. He whines to the refs on every single play. But that style of play and how he plays the game is effective in the playoffs. He's He 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 does things a certain way. And he, I put him in the same category I put Draymond Green in. I don't have to like you. 
but you're a dog and you get things done. And when you're playing your best ball, your team's going to win. Which brings me to game three. Obviously, this is in Miami right now. The Nuggets are favored in this game, but it's not a big spread. It's only two and a half points right now. But they do have Denver as a 66% winner share of that right now. And I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. Miami just came out, stole a game in Denver, coming home riding high. And they're going to give Denver almost a 70% chance with only two and a half points spread to beat Miami in Miami. Not going to happen. Miami's going to come out and they're going to do exactly what they're supposed to do. I'm seeing at least a double digit win here by Miami. They're going to make up for that double digit loss in game one. They're going to go up 2-1 in this series, baby. Jimmy Butler's going to have himself a double, double, 30 point, double, double. Pencil it in right now. Bam's going to pop for 20. I see Caleb Martin going for another 20-piece. Those are going to be your three top scorers for the Miami Heat. And Kevin Love is going to have a nice 10-point, 10-rebound game. Double-double for Kevin Love. That should make you happy, Will. That's what I see coming. Those are your three guys right there. I'm telling you, Kevin Love always seems to show up, and he does the small things that you need to tip the scale in your favor, and I absolutely love it. But that's what I got going here. I think that the, the the Heat have figured out the key to beating the Nuggets. And that is, you let Jokic do what Jokic is going to do with the ball, putting it in the bucket. But you don't let nobody else get them points, baby. And they don't let nobody else get in that rhythm. And Miami's got the speed, the closeout, and the defense, and the coach to pull it off. And that's how I see this going. Miami, 2-1, heading into game four, will Give me some game three highlights and stats, man. What are we looking forward to game three? And who's going to take home the victory? Honestly, I see Jimmy having another meager game. It's probably going to be like a 25, eight and six. I see meager. I see a nice little 25, <laughs> eight and six. I mean, so light. <laughs> light. And then we got Caleb Martin. I probably like him for about 17. But that 17, I like him to hit three threes off that 17, though. And then. I think this is really going to be a turnaround game for Bam. Like, I really believe in this 30 and, like, 17 from him. I just feel like I know Bam has it in him. And as long as him and Jokic are going back and forth, I like that to be a battle that I can realistically see Bam winning that. Now, I don't like any of them to stop each other. I just like (laughs) Bam's. I like Bam to wear him out. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you get you get Jokic tired, man. Those that, that ball got to go down real far for him. <laughs> exactly. And now it's them, them hooks not looking the same no more. Them hooks turn to flips mm-hmm. and them flips turn to the blind shots. But I like Bam to outlast him. But honestly, I don't think this is a hard game from the Heat. I like the starting five to all give you 10 plus, And I like at least 30 points off the bench. I like them to win by 10. That's what I'm talking about. That double-digit win, baby. 2-1 Miami. Nick, are you riding this heat train with us, buddy? Or are you on that that Denver Nugget uh, comeback story here? So I'm, it's pretty crazy that I'm even taking the heat here because I've I've, had, I've picked against them for so long. But I just think that the Heat are going to come out with the energy. And like you said, I, th- I honestly think it's going to be a BAM game. Uh, I think he's going to play fantastic. Uh, I do think that Jokic is going to come back and we are going to see him play a lot more like his style and they're going to figure out ways to to incorporate uh, his passing ability. So 
I think he will go back to getting that triple double. Uh, and it's just, but at the end of the day, it's just not going to be enough. And uh, Jimmy's going to hit some clutch time shots down the stretch. And I think that I think it'll be a close game, but I see it like being like 120 to 120 to 112, Miami. All right, all right, 121-12. So you're not getting into the double digit wins here with us. I get it, man. I understand it. It's it's a hard thing to uh to say, you know. But uh, just remember, you know, Jokic when he gets a gets a triple double. They don't really lose games, man. Like uh, he, when he's getting you a triple double, Jokic is pretty good at putting one in the in the dub column for them. So that's that's a bold statement saying he gets a triple dub and still loses in Miami. I mean, who I thought me saying you know that that Jimmy buckets is get a thirty double a thirty point double double. Kevin Love would have a ten and ten. You know, I thought I was I was going a little bold, but that's bold, man. I like it. I like it. I'm I'm all for it, man. Oh man, it's gonna be a, this is gonna be a good game. You know, I really, really like it. I just i i want I want to say there's gonna to have to be an X factor for either of these teams to win. And I, I kind of like I kind of like Will's X factor, man. I do. I like I like Bam popping off. You know, going toe to toe with Jokic, and and they seem to be letting him shoot those mid range jumpers, man. If he gets it going, if he can, if he starts really finding his stroke, they're gonna be in trouble. That's not really his game. He don't. He, just, he likes to get in a little closer than that. He likes to, you know, get in there and really, really get towards the rim a bit. But if he can figure out that mid-range jump shot, Denver is going to be in trouble because they are giving him way too much room and giving him way too many shots in the in the ten to fifteen foot range that is going to eventually start going in for him. And if he's going to be taking twenty six of them, uh, yeah. You better look out, Denver. You cannot allow Bam to, to find that stroke. You better change up your mentality real quick if he takes the first five of those and they all hit the bottom of the net. You know what I'm saying? So, But it's going to be a good game. Tune in. Watch that game. Tell us what we got right in the comments here. Tell us what we got wrong in the comments here. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on all the social media platforms. I want to give a big shout-out to all of our affiliates. That's StubHub, Pillow Fight. We got Coffee Bros, who I mentioned earlier. We got Liquid IV. We got sportsmemorabilia.com. So when the Heat win this series, baby, you want to get yourself some Heat. Larry O'Brien, NBA Championship merchandise. You go use the code and the, the link in the description of this video. Go to sportsmemorabilia.com and get yourself some of that NBA Championship gear. Boys, you guys got any uh, one-timers, anything you want to plug before we get out of here on this series? Get you a Victor Oladipo jersey. Because I'm rooting yeah. for him. <laughs> Hell yeah. Or get yourself a Kevin Love jersey, baby. Go get yourself that heat Kevin Love, that heat love. We're not accepting any more any more passengers on the Kevin Love train. No more Kevin Love train passengers. That that bus is full, and you know who's driving it? Will's driving it. Nick, you got any uh, anything left, man? Any, any callbacks, buddy? So typically the winner of game three wins at an 80% uh, clip in the NBA Finals. Since 2010, it's been 4-4, so we haven't really seen that huge swing. But I think this is the year that the Game 3 winner does take the NBA Finals. So this is the pivotal game that both teams need to fight for. I got one too, man. I'm gonna. It's similar on the same line of that. Just FYI, every time the Miami Heat have won the NBA Finals, they've lost Game 1. So you better be ready because it's coming. It's coming, Miami. You're going to have a parade one way or the other. So get ready for that. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on all of our social media platforms. That is Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. 
Go check out our website, www.thehousecall.com. It will be in the description. We got blogs up there. You can go read my blog. I just wrote about why the Celtics are dog shit, even though I'm a Celtics fan, and how Jalen Brown doesn't deserve his, his Supermax extension. All our blogs are there. We cover multiple sports. Be sure to share these videos, help grow this community, and we'll see you next time here on The Brick House.